So I just went ahead and started recording. So you, what, what we were talking about where you probably just came in mid word <laughs> is uh, Matt's uh, show, show the shirt you're wearing and then describe it for those listening to this podcast. It's, it's time to take this podcast to the moon. I bought in. I am all in on Cameron Grimes in the Undisputed Era, even though there is no Undisputed Era. Uh, <laughs> I was, I, I honestly, I got, and we'll just jump into talking about NXT. I got super excited. Uh, uh, Tuesday, I, I keep wanting to say Wednesday, Tuesday night. I really thought that Kyle O'Reilly and Cameron Grimes were going to team up, and I was all for it, man. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, we got the the typical WWE swerve. Kyle O'Reilly was friendly, and then had to throw a punch. Um, where where uh, Kyle O'Reilly is looking like dollar store Orange Cassidy. Ba- basically, we're we're gonna call him we're gonna call him Orange Cassidy if Orange Cassidy had come out in the early '90s and they needed to give him a little bit of a grunge look. What what's that stuff that uh is like? Oh no, no, not purple stuff. What's the What's that like? Oh, Sunny D. Kyle, Kyle Riley is the Sunny D, basically. <laughs> Orange Cassidy and Sunny Delight. <laughs> Man, so it's, uh, I would say, you know, I, I, I enjoyed both NXT and AEW this week. One thing I would say is like, it's so weird to see these numbers getting so high on the ratings when I'm thinking like, oh, this is just like a normal episode of both these shows. Like there's nothing like spectacular about any any particular episode, uh, but it's just like crazy. It's just like NXT's counter programming worked really because now with both shows getting these good of a numbers like it was like, oh, the, like there really were a lot of people making a decision to watch one show or the other. And yeah, now that they're on different nights, they're watching both. I'm I'm curious to see exactly how much the AEW numbers explode on the fifth for Blood and Guts. Um, yeah. Well, I mean it's it's kind of a a more bloody, violent affair, so it may not explode quite like if Double or Nothing had had been kind of their. We're going to put this on a Wednesday night, but uh, I'm I'm curious to see how much their like mini pay per view sort of showed. Uh, how much of an explosion they get from that? And is Tyson going to be around? I, I don't know. I don't. I, th- I don't think so. Right? Like, I I don't know because at this point it looks like the inner circle would be outnumbered um, five to six. Uh, mm. I guess I guess one of the one of the guys in in uh, Pinnacle is is Tully, and I don't imagine he's getting in the double cage blood and guts match. Uh, <laughs> so Taking I, a stiff I, shot from Tyson. <laughs> I get. I mean, unless Tully is just like, I will only work with Jericho. Uh, everyone else stay <laughs> six feet away from me. Um, uh, so yeah, yeah, I guess I guess that makes sense. Um, Pinnacle would would need an unless MJF goes out and brings Shaq in, and then you got you got Shaq across <laughs> from Tyson. Um, which, if they really want to shoot those those uh, ratings numbers through the roof, that would be the way to do it. Yeah, the interesting thing about Shaq is like we still we still like the last time we saw him is they went to check on him in the ambulance and he disappeared like he was Kane. So I don't understand. I don't understand what they're doing with Shaq, but like I guess they left the door open. Uh, I would be cool with him like coming through the bottom of the ring 
uh, like Paul White uh, back you know, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. That, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I, I want him to just blatantly rip off The Undertaker and wheel him out in a giant, have druids wheel him out in a giant casket. <laughs> <laughs> that That's what I'm, that's what I'm, I, I will be completely disappointed in blood and guts unless that's what we get now. Um, yeah. So uh, lots of really great matches this week. Um, I'm trying to, just looking back, uh, not a whole lot of highlights on Raw. Um, we've we've gotten a I'll, I'll big just, surprise. I'll just quickly quickly hit this thing. Um, apparently, the Fiend is just gone again. Alexa Bliss is possessed by a tiny doll. Um, I whatever. Um, <laughs> they've completely ruined that whole thing. Uh, Randy Orton and Matt Riddle had a a banger of a match. Um, I truly, truly hope that that at some point we do get Team RK Bro, because uh, that would be awesome. But they did they did have a really great match. Um, Rhea, I I can't even remember what what the match was. She interfered with Charlotte came out and, and she's gone full heel. Uh, she basically cut a Chris Jericho caliber promo and mm. uh, shit all over the women's division. And was basically like, you know, there's a reason that WrestleMania numbers were down. It's because I wasn't on the show sort of thing, um, which I, she, she's not wrong. Um, it, it, as much as people want to hate on her for getting thrown to the top of the card, like y- you can't look at her body of work and not think that she doesn't deserve it because she puts on a damn show every time she's in the ring. She's um, got an impossible place, too. Like she's got a... Um, she's got a like she's got the nepotism factor like but she is legitimately really talented so it's like that hard thing is like well oh you're only the where you are because of your father but yeah she probably got to skip a couple steps but she wouldn't still be there if it wasn't for um for yeah i mean if if that was the case like you've got some of the other horsemen's um daughters and stuff that that are not for the WWE or not in the WWE anymore. Like there's Rachel Ellering. There's um, who's going to show up on impact on Sunday. And you have, I mean, she's got her own issues, but Tessa Blanchard. (laughs) So um, yeah, like nepotism only gets you so far. I I do wonder about it though. Like why, why is the audience so hard on Charlotte for the nepotism? Nobody ever gave, like seemed to mind that Shane McMahon was suddenly in main event matches with Kurt Angle. Like (laughs) it was never an issue. I mean, yeah, he would do like some ridiculously awful shit to himself for the sake of the show. But I mean, Charlotte's moonsaulting to the outside and shit. Like, it's not like she's not trying to do that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, So it's, it's weird. It's always been a little bit weird to me, the way that fans pick and choose where things are a problem. Yeah. Yeah. That was well, raw. Uh one good match. Um we're gonna get uh Sheamus is gonna do open challenges for the US championship again. So hopefully mm-hmm. that means we'll start to see the likes of, you know, Ricochet, who I'm not gonna lie, on uh on, on cut day, I really sorta got to the point where I expected his name to end up on Twitter. Um but I guess they just really like talking to him at catering. 
<laughs> I I think it too he's one of those people like I don't think WWE is too afraid of AEW anymore of, of them taking certain people because it's either just going to be inevitable or whatever but I feel like he's one of those people that are that are still kind of there um, because I think they know if the, he goes somewhere else he's going to he's going to explode like oh, whether he goes oh, back electrify. to New Japan if he goes back to New Japan if he goes to to AEW I think they they know his his stock is going to increase and they I, I think that's one person they actually are afraid of seeding to a different company but like he's maybe one of the only ones so that's, yeah I mean that that makes a lot of sense I, and I mean you look at it you look at a guy like uh Rich Swan Rich Swan gets cut for you know reasonable reasons and yeah. uh, and suddenly he's impacts champion uh he is he is about a third of the the caliber talent that ricochet is so <laughs> i mean there, yeah. there'd be no uh, hell ricochet could sign with impact be the champ within two weeks and like suddenly impact is getting ratings like it <laughs> <laughs> and then we'd get uh ricochet omega which i'm i'm down for uh so yeah i guess it makes sense that he didn't end up on the, the chopping block yeah Samoa Joe, like he's, you know, uh, as much as I don't like as much as he says he has much in the, a lot in the tank, like and as much as we all hope he has a lot in the tank, like he is still on the tail end of his career. Like Ricochet still is like in the middle. So um, I can see why they let Joe go. It still sucks. But uh, yeah, like they're banking on he doesn't have that many more years left anyway. So, yeah. And then they, you know, if he goes to AEW, then they can repeat their old uh, WCW um, uh, criticism back in the nineties. It was like, oh, this is where all the old guys go. It's where Sting is, Samoa Joe, Tully. I don't know. But uh, what, what, what about what about Tuesday? What else did you like on Tuesday besides Mister Grimes? Mister Grimes is great as always. Uh... They're, hasn't they're been getting, so great for his uh, portfolio. Dude coin uh, dropped quite a bit this week. I'm, so. I'm going to assume that he, uh, he he cashed that shit out early. Like when it <laughs> when it shot up, I think a lot of people were smart enough to to see the writing on the wall there. But um, what else did we get? Uh, Saray did her uh, had her debut against. Uh, I space on this this lady's name. Oh, uh, um, uh, Zoe? Zoe. Zoe. Zoe Stark. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's great. I like that they're they're using her in in big spots like this. Um, they put on a great match. Afterwards, Zoe Stark got uh, utterly destroyed by Tony Storm. Um, so that match looks real match is real coming. trashy. Yeah, they've they've really <laughs> really uh, dug deep on, uh, on on her character design at this point. Um, uh, what else was on that show? We're getting uh, Kushida is doing open challenges for the cruiserweight belt, um, which should get us a lot of fresh matchups there, which will well, be it nice. looks like we're going to get a, a little detour with that with um, MSK and Kushida versus uh, help me out here. What's the name of their faction? Legado del Fantasma. Yes, that's it. That's it. Uh, that should be interesting. It seems like a weird pa- pairing for MS MSK and Kushida, but uh, I'll buy it. Sure. 
which loosely translated, doesn't that mean <laughs> ghost league? <laughs> I mean, actually, that kind of sounds cool in English to me. I don't know. What are you, what are you complaining about? I, I'm not. I just, uh, it, it, it's just a lot funnier when you say it in English than uh, <laughs> yeah. how badass it sounds. Legato del Fantasma. <laughs> ghost league. <laughs> hey, man, it sounds better than Los Ingobernables, which is just the ungovernables. Like, which it sounds bad in English and in and in uh, Spanish. Uh, so. just, somebody's got their mouth full either way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was pretty much pretty much NXT. I don't think I I missed much there. Um, um, and then the actual match with with Grimes and O'Reilly was was actually really great, and it just reminds me of how how good he he was when I've seen him uh, in both in Chicago and, and here in LA, like he's just, he's a, he's a talent and he's got so much of his career ahead of him. Yeah, no, it's, I, I, I think they're, they're definitely going to get a really, honestly, the, the teasing Kyle O'Reilly and Karrion Cross, um, I think putting, putting him in the ring with Kyle O'Reilly is just gonna, gonna help a little bit more, get people behind him. Cause mm. you know, Let's let's keep working him against like top guys so we can, you know, get the crowd to stop talking about how boring he is because yeah. he's not. Um, he's he's the monster. This, this is yeah. how monsters are supposed to be built. Um, so quit quit complaining about it. Uh, but yeah, that'll, that'll be a good match. Uh, Grimes and O'Reilly was a was a pretty damn good one. Um, I, you know, I, I was <laughs> disappointed that I didn't get my undisputed era with Cameron Grimes, but, uh, I, I will rock this shirt until the day I die. Oh man. So let's move on to AEW. We, I think the highlight for me was that women's championship match. Um, I think it was just, it was really hard hitting and, um, man, I'm blanking on, on the name of her competitor, her challenger. She does challenger who was on NXT, uh, Ty for a while. Conti. Ty Conti. Yes. Like real hard hitting, like and just a slightly different style than we've seen uh, in these other matches. And it just it was refreshing. And she's got like a a high ceiling for her, too. I think Um, she was she came up unsuccessful this time. But I think there's just a matter of time. Um, I think one thing I noticed about this AEW is they kept on mentioning how like like they kept on mentioning a full stadium or full crowds or whatever. Like, so they had, when they were talking about with Sheeta, they mentioned in her promo, Oh, that she wants to be champion until we get a full, full house again. And I think this is the first time I kind of remember AEW saying this. I think they're, they're pretty optimistic and they're kind of paving the way that maybe by this summer we're going to get, you know, maybe they're going back on the road. Yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. And I, I mean, the even commentary made a point to say that, you know, Sheeta's working to to get to at least go into one of these these major arena shows as the champ. Yeah, because uh, she has. She's been champ for the duration of pandemic. And uh, that's that's no fun. She she deserves she deserves the big pop in a in a full arena. Yeah. And I, I think it's just to me, it, it makes me feel good because like, oh, man, we're, we're at least in the U.S. I know it's terrible in India right now. Um and uh, but I'm 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 looking forward to 
to being back in a in a stadium. It's going to be weird. It's going to be super weird being back at some show, whether it's a concert or whatever. But uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm just trying to think. Did anything else pop out to you in that AEW? Uh, the the yeah, actually, there there was there was one thing that that has started to pop out more and more, and it's the um the the shitty finishes. Uh, this this became a and honestly, when I when I kind of trailed off watching WWE regularly, it was because every damn match on TV somebody interfered with the damn ending of it. Um, I mean, you're getting you're get the the Trent uh, Penta match was fantastic. Like, mm. I know you're trying, you're constantly trying to to book to the next match and the next match and the next match. But all this, all this did, it got us to a, a Penta Orange Cassidy match with with Trent and that Alex guy in the corners. We're gonna get the exact same damn thing next week. Um, and so it's, it, I, I, I'm a little, I'm a little burnout on all the, the damn interference finishes here lately. Um, and I, I would, I would like to just see wrestling matches end like a wrestling match should. Um, yeah. That said. The Darby Allen Jungle Boy match was fantastic. It got it got an actual oh, yeah. finish. Um, yeah. There were, and it it really did. It showed what Darby will will do both to his body and to other people to scratch and claw and hang on to that belt. Um, I'm pretty sure his fingers were down in the eye sockets on Jungle Boy there Oof. to break the hold at one point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it was it was great. I mean, it was it, two really talented guys just putting on a good match that got a clean finish, and that's you know that's what I would I would really like to to get more of um, instead of you know getting getting more of the same. Um, we did get a a, a a classic moment from John Moxley, <laughs> <laughs> you know, dur- interrupting the elites. Uh, I guess press conference that they were all just crammed in a trailer with uh, yeah. Luke Gallows covered in baby oil for, for no <laughs> for no discernible reason, um, and then Mox decided he was going to crash a pickup truck through it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Elsa, my wife, she was uh, like they were honking on the horn a lot, and like Elsa actually left my apartment. She was like, "Where, where was that?" She thought the horn was coming from outside. <laughs> Uh, which is great, but I'm I'm happy to see Kingston back. Like just having those couple weeks without Kingston, like I I, I missed him too much. He's yeah. he's a treasure. So, um, yeah, it's kind of interesting to see what's what's going to happen. Is um is like uh Mox and Kingston are they going to somehow? I mean, I know it's a cage that's locked in with the blood and guts match, but like, are they going to somehow? be some kind of factor in this this war games or well yeah it's a war games match let's not pretend it's not blood and guts is clunky but that's the best they could do um but it'd be interesting to see if they they did have some kind of thing i don't i don't know what they're gonna do but like it sounds like they're gonna have the entrances like the war games match where someone else is kept in a cage or whatever like like that so they're gonna do the the staggered entrances and supposedly it might just dominate the whole show so, I mean, it, um, it, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, I, I don't necessarily know that, that you could, you could fill out two full hours with that, but who knows? 
Mo- mostly because it, I, I don't know that Jericho can just run for two hours um, <laughs> at this point. I, I'm worried for his safety if they, if they try to do two hours of cardio. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I, I don't imagine that Pinnacle's not going to pick up a win here. Um, yeah. Through just dastardly means and probably just a, a grotesque expansion of the Pinnacle uh, stable. Um, yeah. We're going to get to the point where it's it's just straight up NWO and there's 38 members and nothing gets clean finishes and all white smokes in the ring. It's that's that's where we're headed. Yeah, I think that's another reason why people were like, I mean, it's an excellent, excellent heel thing. But like we rarely had for any of these titles, we rarely had any we normally had clean finishes. And like we were talking about with Darby and um, Jungle Boy. Um, the finishes have been clean, but for the the main title for, with Omega, like that was like kind of the first dirty finish title um, that we've title opportunity that we had. I mean, maybe a little uh, some stuff with Jericho possibly, but I mean, he normally just hit that weird um, back elbow thing um, that's supposed to be devastating, uh, and that was that was it. But I could see what you I, I see what you mean, and if 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 all these finishes start becoming dirty finishes then or or as as they used to say dusty finishes um in the in honor of late dusty roads then yeah like that could be a problem yeah i mean it, it, they haven't they haven't hit the point where i'm i'm like tuning out yet it was just the match was so damn good that uh, i i felt cheated um which sometimes that's the point in you know yeah. you're supposed to piss the audience off a little bit so they want more um, I, uh, other matches that of note, uh, the Christian cage and powerhouse Hobbs match was surprisingly good. Um, it was nice to see uh powerhouse get to work with somebody that, that could go with a, a, a bigger guy and like keep mm. the pace, pe- keep the pace moving and, and, and function. That was, that was a good match. Um, that got a clean finish. I was, I was really shocked that one did because team Taz likes to do shady shit. <laughs> um, and then the, uh, what was the other one? Oh, I, that's why I can't remember. It's because I fast forward any time that the factory is on television. Um, <laughs> you were, uh, I don't, I don't care what they try to tell me, uh, that a go-go guy is not interesting. Um, <laughs> QT Marshall is not interesting. Like I, I'm done. Like if you put them on to and and next week when they when they face Gold Dust, we're just I'm just call it what it is. It's Gold Dust. Um, and and his little team. Like I'm still fast forwarding. I don't give a shit because I don't understand why they're getting so much TV time on a roster that is so fucking loaded. I I I. Ogogo wrestling is not interesting to me. I, I think is uh, to me. I I I enjoy his promo so far, but yeah, they they've got a long way to go. To I just don't see them like going to a pay per view. I mean, this seems fine for Dark. Seems totally yeah. fine for for yeah. Dark. And like, I mean, the yeah, in promo work, he's he. They pulled him right out of a Guy Ritchie movie, and that works. Yeah, like it's interesting. But you can put the guy in the ring and like. 
he can't do, he's not doing a whole lot of wrestling and then you're going to finish the match with a gut punch. Like, yeah, come on boss, at least hit him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> like I yeah. accepted the big punch a lot of times, like Superman punches don't tend to finish people off in actual fights, but suspension of disbelief, I let it go. You know, Big Show throwing his cinder block of a hand at somebody's head. I let it go. If you tell me this guy is a Golden Gloves boxer and then he throws a punch to the face and he gets the pinfall, I will accept it. Like, as as hard as it would be to to suspend disbelief that much, I would even take that as a finisher for Baron Corbin because of his boxing background. (laughs) But punching a guy in the stomach, yeah, it knocks the wind out of him, but... I mean, you're not going to get a pin on that. Just doesn't yeah. work for me. Um, yeah, we'll 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 see how that that turns out. But I I feel like that should have been cooking on dark for a lot longer before they try to graduate this to to the main show. Um, well, so we've got Impact Rebellion coming up this Sunday. When and I was actually surprise there was an ad for it um if you watch dynamite live there was an ad for it but there was seemed to be like there was no discussion on commentary unless i missed it but i don't i don't recall them discussing it on commentary and it's it's like it's a huge match i know they've talked about it before but it's being headlined by rich swan versus kenny omega title for title like whoever wins this is going to be huge I'm going to assume Kenny Omega is going to win this. It's not getting a, a clean finish. There's there's no way. Um, Maybe that's true. Um, Moose did come out to to talk about this match. Um, so that could be that could be the case. Moose could just screw the whole thing. Um. I just don't, I don't know what they're doing, but yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe especially cause they didn't talk about it. Maybe they're just like, this is an impact thing that's happening over here. Uh, you can watch it if you want, but it's not gonna, not gonna end well. Um, so is that, is that your prediction then? Yeah. I mean, this thing, this thing's going to just completely collapse. They're going to be mid match. John Moxley's going to drive a pickup truck through the impact ring or something like it's, oh, this thing is shit. not going to get an ending. Um, yeah, because there's no way. I, I mean, I know this has been good for Impact, but there's no way that both those belts get to go back to AEW, and there's no world that exists where Rich Swan gets a clean win over Kenny Omega <laughs> ever. Um, yeah. So I, unless Kenny Omega's retiring on Sunday, I don't. <laughs> Like, and that's that, who he wants to give the rub to. Yeah, that's that's interesting. It's um, it I I really I, yeah this this thing I I love I love that that they're doing this for impact. Um, but yeah, that match is not going to get a clean finish. Um, yeah. Truthfully, I want to watch the pay per view for the uh, Matt Cardona Brian Myers match. But uh, you know, I'm still a Zack Ryder mark, so. I, I want to know how they got there because I mean, obviously, we know them as like basically best friends. So uh, I hope they have a good video package there to kind of explain it, or at least something good on YouTube because I'm I'm not in the Impact universe here. So I, I you know, I don't know. Um, 
There should be some other good match. Chris Saban, Eddie Edwards, James Storm, and Willie Mack versus Violent by Design, which is headlined by Eric Young with also Rhino in the group. That 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 could be pretty good. Yeah. Um, that's probably going to be nuts, but I, I like Eric Young. Um, I like Rhino. I like Chris Saban, especially when uh, the weird old man at the Ring of Honor show uh, showed me the poem he wrote to him uh, that wanted <laughs> wanted me to pass to Chris Saban if, if he came near. Um, that's a story for another time. Um, we have uh, also another good match could be uh, Finn Juice versus the Good Brothers. So that's Finn Juice, David Finley, and Juice Robinson um, versus Gallows and Anderson. So like for the Impact World Tag Team titles, they're going back and forth to New Japan holding those titles. They took they basically took it away from Impact. So that would be crazy if Kenny Omega got a clean finish on Rich Swan and Finn Juice retained. Then you've got <laughs> two out of the three main championships. Um the the men's title and and the um tag team titles and you just have the women's titles basically just sitting sitting here in the states while like everything else is not actually in the company um unless unless we get some weird thing where at the end of like uh end of the show um What's his face? Uh, Tony Khan comes out and says, "Like I bought this. Like this is like a WCW like Shane McMahon moment. Like it's like I own this now. Like and we have some weird like war or something like that. But I mean, if if that happens, for the love of God, Tony Khan, please get some some kind of form of crowd into that show. That's the thing I'm not I'm least looking forward to it. This is like we're yeah. we're going back in time to like the early days of the pandemic, watching Impact, and that's why I've only watched one of these shows since this whole like." open door thing has happened it's just hard to watch it is i i i still don't really understand why impact doesn't do the same thing AEW does i mean it like just have people sitting at have have the talent sitting at ringside they're right. in the building i don't care if they're sitting out there getting just completely trashed like have them sitting <laughs> yeah. there that would be like an actual crowd so. yeah <laughs> yeah it just doesn't make sense not at this point um, and I mean, and they're in Tennessee. It's not like Tennessee has like super strict, oh no, uh, like COVID guidelines or anything like that. No, I mean, like, I'm not in, at all. I'm in South Carolina, and we're we're a week out. I'm I'm sitting at a I'm sitting front row at an, an indie show in like a week and a half. So like, <laughs> I know Tennessee is not any any more restrictive than the state of South Carolina, even though this is this is the land of Lindsey Graham. Um, we. You know, it, I, I really I don't I don't get it uh, unless their their protocols are so super lax that they're just like, do not ever be that close together and just do whatever the hell you want, um, which it's impact. So that's, <laughs> that's a possibility. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I at this point, it's I'm really surprised it hasn't come out that Tony Khan just bought impact uh, and that's going to be his second night of TV. Um, cause that, that'd be the easiest damn way to do it. Um, but yeah, I, well, honestly, they, they'd probably buy ring of honor first cause they could get that super cheap. Um, but then the, the pipeline, <laughs> the pipeline of new talent dries up a little bit. If you start, if you, if you buy ring of honor, um, so I honestly, yeah. you know, is that, that pay-per-view looks pretty good. Uh, 
in the next week, the match I am I'm definitely most looking forward to is going to be that Brian Cage Hangman Page match next week on Dynamite. Um, yeah, I'm hoping that's like the uh, finally the showcase for for Brian Cage, even if he even if he loses, I I think I would honestly I'd be okay if he got a win. Um, but they've they've really done some weird booking with him for for a guy that's his size, his look, and his talent level. Um, I'd I'd almost like to see him across from Omega since we've already gotten recently Hangman Page and Omega. Uh, let Brian Cage get the win over Hangman and jump up the rankings and give us that match. Give us something different. Yeah, I, I hear that he wasn't necessarily. F- I mean, the rumors are that he wasn't fully healed before he signed. And maybe that kind of explains a little bit why uh, he's been booked so weird. Um, but yeah, I'll agree with you, with you there. It's 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 perplexing. Like he's got a good ceiling, but I mean, he did de- definitely tear his uh, his bicep, I think. I think. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, it was the joining either the bicep or like the, the upper pec area, something right in there. Cause I know he was in a, a wicked cast for a while. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, those, those Wolverine shirts would sell like hotcakes if he got, <laughs> if he started getting a push uh, cause they're, they're funny. But uh, speaking of injuries um, and, and, and whatnot uh, best wishes to EC3. Let's hope he gets better soon. Uh, oh yeah. Guy, guy's a talented powerhouse and i hate seeing that he's been hospitalized with this um especially because it keeps him off the uh the impact pay-per-view card um but yeah best wishes to ec3 um we'll see how that goes and if you're feeling feeling bad don't ignore it don't just fight through pain or whatever if you've got some weird weird uh abnormal pain uh go go get that checked out uh listening audience uh, yeah don't, don't let what ec3 happens happen to you it's if you if you feel like a stabbing pain in your shoulder or in your elbow <laughs> those are your two places where that that infection seems to hide and then you get hospitalized it's like the bodybuilder's COVID. Yeah, and it is the crazy thing is it stays in your body like forever at that point. Like that's why it can pop back up. It popped back up, back up for Mox. Um, what last year um, in AEW, he couldn't uh, defend uh, his title or something at some, one of the the pay per views and stuff like that. So, uh, so yeah, like that's it's it's nuts, but. Hopefully it doesn't happen to you guys, and uh, I guess uh, we're going to watch Impact, and we'll be back next week. See ya.